Major champions atop the leaderboard on the LPGA and on the Champions Tour. On the European Tour, it's a veteran campaigner, a youngster at the Amex. And we're going to be joined today by one of the most popular players in the game. Coming up on the Fairways of Life Worldwide. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. What is going on, folks? Welcome to this Friday, coming at you at a different time because we're going to be joined in just a few minutes by Joel Damon, who's in the field at the American Express. I think, Dom, if I'm not mistaken, somehow you're tracking him on the Joel cam, and he just woke up out in California, and you're getting ready to welcome on the show. Uh, yes, all of that is accurate, yes. He's actually, <laughs> he was actually yelling at me. We've known Joel for years, and um, he was kind of yelling at me. He was... Because I told him, first of all, this came together crazy, right? So he just finished round one yesterday out at the American Express. And I, for the years that I've been doing this program, I never feel comfortable talking to a player or having a player on this program in the middle of a golf tournament. Well, most won't do it anyway. They wouldn't even entertain it. Especially when we first started, you're correct, they wouldn't entertain it. But as we've gone along, sometimes players are willing. And I feel really bad about it. So Joel wanted to come on. And I said, Joel, no, no, no. You should, you should be playing. You should focus on playing. And he was like, nah, no, I'll just come on your show. I was like, listen, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight too much. Anyway, so that happened. And then I sent him a note. And I was like, oh, I'll send you some stuff so you can come on the show. So he's already up. It's like five whatever in California. And he's like, where's all my stuff? Where's the link? How do I get involved? How do I get on the show? And I had isn't him it, send him a note. Isn't it I was like, Joel, I don't want to wake you up, man. I don't want to wake you up. California right now? Dom has California in, like, France or something at this moment. It's the other direction. But anyway, so it's really cool. Joel Damon will be joining us on the program just a little while. He has very quickly become one of the most popular players in the game, and rightfully so because of who he is and his personality. His his caddy, too, Gino, you guys know, is it's all good. Also all good in the world of golf. We have some amazing golf being played around the globe. First, I'm going to do is whip through a bunch of these leaderboards, then we'll jump into it in a little bit more detail. At the American Express, you heard me mention that Brandon Hagee, the youngster, is atop the leaderboard. He stands in the mark of eight under par after an opening round of 64. We'll hear from him. So, too, Benny on one shot back after a 65 at seven under par. Benny is now working with Sean Foley, and it is already showing some significant results. Tied for third, Siwoo Kim, Martin Laird, Max Homa, all on the mark of six under par. From there, let's continue down the leaderboard. The next grouping at five under. I'm going to give you the top 10 of this leaderboard. Tied for six on that mark. Charles Schwartzel, you'll hear from Sam Ryder, Michael Thompson, Tyler Duncan, Doug Gim, Maverick McNeely, Alex Noren, Andrew Putnam, big group, Ben Martin, all on the mark of five under par. A little bit later on, if we have time, I'm going to go through some notables in that leaderboard, including what's going on with Phil Mickelson and the LPGA. Daniel Kang is leading the way. She now is at eight under par. She birdied her first hole of the day today. You can see the leaderboard I'm showing you is as of the conclusion of round one, but I can tell you she's one deeper than that. Stacey Lewis is one under through four. She's now worked her way into a tie for second place at six under par. She shares that with multiple players, including 
Nelly Corda, who is six under even through three today. Gabby Lopez, six under even through two. Jessica Corder, six under. She just played her first hole of the day. And from there, we dropped down to those tied for six. Sophia Popoff is five under after seven holes and two under today. Inji Chun is five under after six holes and two under today. Lexi Thompson is five under after four holes and one under on today's efforts. And Brittany Lincecum is five under after three even par on today's effort. You're going to be hearing from her as well. On the European Tour, round two is over for the day. Note, because they're going to have to finish up tomorrow with a few holes left for a number of the players, including leading the way. Terrell Hatton, five under in the second round so far. He's only played 13 holes. He's 12 under overall and has a five-shot edge atop the leaderboard, which I'm sure would cause you to say, wait a minute, Rory played great yesterday. What happened today? Rory McIlroy is one over through 14 holes today. He's on the mark of seven under par, and he shares that mark with multiple players, as you can see. Six under par uh, represents scores tied for six currently. Tommy Fleetwood is amongst that. Fleetwood had a good round today. He was five under in his round today. So, too, did David Lipsky. He was six under in his round to reach the six under mark overall. Christopher Broberg is three under and posted at six under and sharing that position as well. I want to go through some notables on that leaderboard as the day progresses. Uh, PGA Tour champions, they got started yesterday as well. Retief Goosen leading the way, 10 under par 62. You think these guys can still play much? Second place, nine under alone, Darren Clark after a 63. The next scores represent tie for thirds of eight under par. Scott Perel and Jerry Kelly are on that mark, tied for fifth, six under par. KJ Choi, Kevin Sutherland, on that mark, seventh place alone, Scott McCarron is five under par. And then tied for eighth, Gene Sowers, Brent Job, West Short Jr., David Toms, Bernhard Langer, Jim Furyk are all on the mark of four under par. And four under par currently is six shots off the lead of Retif Goosen. So turning our sights back to the PGA Tour, first of all, to start, Brandon Hagee, 10 birdies, and two bogeys on his round. He had 11 of 14 fairways, 14 of 18 greens in regulation, only 25 putts, though, for a, for a power player. That's pretty darn good. 10 birdies marks the most that he's had in a single PGA Tour event, and the 64 marks his lowest opening round on the PGA Tour. You may have heard me mention that there was still those two bogeys while he was authoring that very good opening score. So in this sound, talking to the media, we start by asking about, hey, great card blemished by those two bogeys. What happened there? Yeah, I mean, you know, with how firm the greens are, there's going to be some situations out there where you're going to have putts for par. So, you know, that's what happened with the bogeys. Um, you know, th- there's you know one par five where I knew I couldn't go left and short side of myself made par. So, obviously, I'd love to have that, you know, poor strategy back on that hole. Um, you know, not a particularly bad shot, just, you know, the spot you couldn't be. So, uh, but, you know, it's hard to complain when you, you make 10 birdies. What was going so well for you? Um, you know, the 10 to 15 foot range was really kind of the, you know, I made most of those, which you're going to have to do when you make 10 birdies. Um, so I'd say that was probably the biggest, biggest thing. Your number came up when John Ron withdrew. Feel like you're kind of playing with house money and taking advantage of the opportunity you've been given. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it would have shaken out at. Maybe if he hadn't, I wouldn't have gone in, you know, today. But uh, I actually, I I play with John a little bit at uh, Whisper Rock in Scottsdale, so we we know each other pretty well. We played against each other in college, so I'll have to buy him a bottle of wine or something. 
Uh-huh. Sorry. You were second in golf ball speed. Ball speed. Yep. Did you use that number? During the offseason, as you're practicing, saying, if I can just get to 198, if I can get to 199, I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. Sure, sure. I, you know, I, I, I've dabbled with a slightly longer driver just to see, see, you know, what, what was there for me. But I think the, the main thing for me in the offseason is I'm always just trying to be as efficient, try and get my body in a position to support that speed. Um, I'm not really chasing, you know, much faster than that. Um, I, I would need to put on, you know, quite a bit more weight probably to because I'm kind of maxing out my my frame I'm not you know the biggest guy so um, but I don't really look at the ball speed number that much uh, it's more of injury prevention for me you know I, I had a wrist injury um, I got to make sure that I have you know my bigger muscles supporting you know that swing speed did you, did you consider putting on more weight and follow what you did I I have a really hard time doing it I try to eat as much as possible and and, and train hard um but, you know, I, I think there's probably five to ten pounds in there for me to, to pick up. I think that it might increase it a, a little bit. But for me, it's more I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, train in the gym to help me with injury prevention. Brandon Hagen opening with a 64 in the first round, also opening with a 64 in the LPGA at the Tournament of Champions. Daniel Kang, a seven under par 64. She did it with seven birdies and no bogeys. She hit nine of 13 fairways. 14 of 18 greens of regulation. She with 26 putts. The 64 actually is higher than her opening round score here last year, believe it or not. That's how well she scores. She had a 63 last year. And for Daniel Kang, as you might get the impression of from when she was on the Fairways of Life show with us recently, she's just enjoying the ride and enjoying how everything is unfolding before her. And the question is, did you take that same mindset into the opening round yesterday? It was a really fun round today. Uh, besides what I shot, I had a blast like I do. Um, I really love playing with Lee and Cole, and we have so much fun. I actually want to play with them every day, but it gets repaired. So. <laughs> you play so well at this golf course. Would you say that uh, it's one that you particularly like? Uh, I think there. I, I like the, playing this golf course because there's a lot of birdie opportunities, eagle opportunities. Um, it's a risk and reward. And I like holes that, like number 16, it's kind of drivable, but not really at the same time. But drivable holes that have a lot of penalty around it is a good driving hole, in my opinion. So um, I just think there's some good shots played out there and scoreable. Was there a particular birdie that was memorable to you or when did the momentum start kicking in for you? Um, I don't really think there was like a specific momentum. I just had hit good shots today and made some good putts. those guys have really good vibes. We always try and have fun. I actually didn't even look at the leaderboard until way later. Um, there were some holes, like, they get so excited. If They get more excited if I make a birdie. <laughs> so I want to make it. And, um, yeah, there wasn't a specific birdie, but there was a par five. I think it was, what hole was that? 13? Par five. 13. Yes. 13. Is that, yeah, that was a really cool uh, birdie because... He didn't, my caddy didn't think I could reach the, uh, cover the bunker from the tee. And I said, I can. And then I did. And then he said, I couldn't get it around the bunker. And then I did. Great sound from Daniel Kang. She's leading by two currently, eight under par atop the leaderboard. She birdied her first hole of the day today. She has a two-shot lead now over multiple players on six under par. That includes Stacey Lewis, Nellie Corda, Jessica Corda, 
and Gabby Lopez, a defending champion, all two shots back at six under par. All of those players are active on the golf course right now. Uh, Dom, do you have a leaderboard for what's going on with the celebrity side of the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions? I do, yes. I'll give you a quick... Remember, they're doing a Stableford there, so the scoring's yeah. a little bit different. But right now in the lead is Chad Pfeiffer, your uh, PXG buddy, who's uh, a yeah. war veteran. Pretty incredible. He's in the lead right now. 52 he, he's leading. He, he has a, uh, an artificial leg. I know. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So he's your leader right now, and you can see the leaderboard if you're watching on the TV side. I believe that's after round one. There's a little bit of play underway today so far uh, in round two. Josh Scobie. Second, this is a live leaderboard I'm, I'm giving you right now, and you can see the leaderboard. Yeah, Sterling Sharp, uh, Josh Scobie. There. Very cool. Yep. Josh Scobie, the, the football player. He, remember, I talked to you about him the other day, Matt. He is – we're going to see him in a lot of big-time amateur events, and I would not be surprised if he played his, his way into a major championship in real life. <laughs> I think that could happen. He's like a plus four. He's playing in mid-ams. He's, he's for real. Uh, Mark Rippon. This is a current leaderboard, again, up there on the screen. You can see that's post-round one there for you. Sterling Sharp, fourth, Blair O'Neill is in the field. Kevin Millar, baseball player. Brett Bayer, the uh, newsman. Marty Fish, who I believe is the past champion, uh, Matty. Yes, he's won 44 points for him yep. after, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, let me, let me give you a couple notables because this is really incredible leaderboard for the celebrities. The celebrities this year is out of control. Annika Storenstam, remember, is in the field playing in the celeb side. She's tied for 13th right now. You've got Ray Allen tied for 19th, 39 points. Remember, there's the Stableford for these guys. John Smoltz, good player in his own right, 24th right now. He's got 37 points. Uh, Brian Erlacher, your buddy, Matt, tied for 27th right now, 35 points. Let's see, Vince Carter tied for 37th, 30 points. I'll give you two more. We got Greg Maddox, another former Atlanta Brave, 43rd right now. He's got 27 points. And then if we go all the way to the bottom... You'll find Michael Waltrip, 15 points. <laughs> okay, that's very cool indeed. Thank you very much for that update. PGA Tour Superstore.com is where you can shop safely for everything in the world of golf that you may be looking for, or you can do it safely inside of their stores. They go to extraordinary lengths to make sure that it is safe. What you will find within those stores or on that portal is everything that you could possibly want in the world of golf. It is all there for you, and you will be sure that whatever you get is perfect just for you. And we have some exciting news. Monday, this coming Monday, we're going to be streaming live on the PGA Tour Superstore's Twitter account. You guys already know that we're all over the world to all kinds of different outlets currently. But on Monday, we're going to be on theirs as well. And we're really looking forward to sharing the experience with the PGA Tour Superstore's audience on Twitter. So if you want to, it's just one more way that you can watch the Fairways of Life show. So PGATourSuperstore.com in person or on Monday on their Twitter if you want to share the experience along with us. We will continue to share the experience of everything that took place in the world of golf yesterday, including hearing from some of the contenders that are hoping to claw their way to the top of the leaderboard after play concludes at the end of today. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up, including being joined by none other than Joel Damon in just a few moments. Golf plans changed? We're here for you. Drive in, fly in. French Lick Resort is the perfect spot for your next golf getaway. Our Donald Ross and Pete Dye courses have hosted majors since 1924. Our historic hotels are top flight as well. And know that keeping you safe in this era of COVID is also important to us. Go to FrenchLick.com. Play legendary golf this year. 
Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. The best golf experiences are the unique ones that combine breathtaking beauty, inspiring designs, and refined luxuries. Streamsong Resort, conveniently located in Central Florida, is unlike any golf experience you've ever had. Award-winning courses by Corin Crenshaw, Tom Doak, and Gil Hans will challenge and amaze in a dunescape you'll swear cannot exist in Florida. Awaken your senses then at their opulent spa or enjoy world-class bass fishing, archery, or clay shooting. The options are endless and you can cap it all off with luscious and distinctive culinary choices to delight any palate. Visit StreamSongResort.com today to plan your golf trip that's everything that you would want and nothing like you've ever experienced. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain in the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers. But now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Friday. Coming at you at a different airtime today because we accommodated our airtime to our guests that's coming up. We can't wait to uh, catch up with Joel Damon who was one of our original Beyond the Ropes guests uh, some years ago now. And it's so great to see how well he's doing and so proud of what he is doing as well. TourEdge.com. Log on there when you get a chance. Uh, They have the new Wingman putter, which has super high stability. You can see it just by the way that it's designed. It has what they call a high MOI, and MOI stands for moment of inertia. Basically, what it relates to is oscillation at the moment of impact. And the more stable that head and face is of any club, but certainly with a putter, when you make contact with the golf ball, the better chance you have of getting that ball online after the skid. So log on to touredge.com today. You can check that out and everything else that they have on offer, which includes 
a lifetime warranty. Brittany Lincecum was right up near the top of the leaderboard yesterday, but she's even par about halfway through her opening nine today, seeing her on five under par. So she's three shots behind Daniel Kang. But after a round yesterday, she spoke to a 2021 mentality of going for it. It kind of started right out of the gate. You know, um, we started on 10, which is the par five. So I was just going to lay it up with a seven iron, you know, be conservative, you know, just ease my way into the round. And then my caddy was like, no, we're hitting three wood. We're trying to hit it on the green. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm already on a fade lie. The water's on the right. Like so many things can go wrong. Um, So just right out of the gate, we were just nothing to lose. Let's, you know, go after 2021 and see what happens kind of around. And and it obviously paid off. (laughs) And may I ask, um, which part of your game did you feel the strongest today or did everything just kind of go your way? No, it was definitely my wedges, which um, have been lacking lately. And today, every time I had, you know, sand wedge, gap wedge, I hit it to about a foot. So there was a lot of tap in birdies, uh, which made the round a lot easier. Um, Some of the par fives, you know, I I knocked it on in two, just easy two putts. So it it was a really, uh, for the most part, a pretty easy round, which is nice. And you mentioned that this is one of your favorite events mm-hmm. because of how laid back it is. How was it playing today with um, your uh, your competitors and also listening to that music on the 18th tee? <laughs> yeah, super fun. Uh, I feel like the the music on 18 probably distracted me. That hole is so tough. Um, it's uh, you just kind of focus on something else and not you know all the trouble on that hole. But um, it was great. Josh Beckett and Joe Carter they were awesome. They were so friendly. Uh, you know, we talked baseball a little bit. We talked golf. Um, it just was really like, especially with no fans, it just makes you th- think that you're just playing with your buddies and it uh, doesn't really feel like a, a competitive round. So it made it a lot of fun. Thank you. She is currently five under par. She's three shots off the lead of Daniel Kang, who stands at eight under par atop the leaderboard as we speak at this hour of Friday morning. Now, you heard Brandon Hagee is leading the way at the American Express. Eight under par after 64, right on him is Benny on at seven under after a 65. And among the number of things that Benny spoke about to the media yesterday was what he worked on in the off season and what he and his new coach, Sean Foley specifically are doing that has really already started to help. Really? <laughs> like I said, we, we, I worked pretty hard and uh, me and Sean worked really hard during the off season. And, um, you know, we're still trying to get to where we want it. And then it's, it's great to see the result by shooting in the seven under today. So um, this got some ways to go. And then I just, I wasn't worried about it too much. That's why you know, we keep telling each other, it's like, just why you were worried? It's golf. So I even I lost six goals and it's, it's fine. What was the part three where you made the... Uh, it was, was it back nine? I think it was 11 or 12. That was a par three, yeah. So that hole, yeah, it was just, just straight up the hill putt. So that was the longest putt I made all day. So, um, so that means I hit it pretty good. <laughs> what do you think the focus has been with you and Sean? I mean, has it been one area that you need? Yeah, I, I, mean, I first asked him, I want to keep the spin lower uh, with the short irons. I've been spinning too much around the uh, not around the greens, but into the greens. Um, it just got out of the control a little bit, and, and that got to the driver as well. It was spinning a little too much, and, and the and dispersion was getting a little wider. So um, we're trying to get the tighten up, and then um, I definitely saw that today out there. Uh, we try to get some a little bit of less face changes and stuff. It's not we're not doing whole lots. We're not changing a lot, but just need to tighten up a little bit so I can hit more fairways and hit more greens and try to make more birdies. We'll see how it plays itself out. We'll go over air times with you so you can see how it plays itself out a little bit later on today. All around the world of golf, as we mentioned, it's already in the books today anyway. 
out in Abu Dhabi, but they were unable to finish round number two. I want to go through some notables on these leaderboards, in particular at the American Express. And I want to talk a little bit more about what's going on at the Champions Tour because they're underway again in Hawaii and there's some really big names playing, including the likes of Tom Watson. So I at least want to pay respect to the same and let you know how they did. And I will be doing that coming up. First of all, Ireland.com. Log on there today when you get a chance. I'm so proud to be an ambassador for Tourism Ireland because I know particularly in these times when we're all dreaming about what else we'd rather be doing than being where we are at the time and place because of the virus and more. One of the places you can dream about is a bucket list, I'm sure, Ireland. You can see some of the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world right there with their absolutely plummeting valleys and high cliffs that have been carved out of the land, the dunes that form an almost moonscape. It's a really incredible place to find yourself and to find your golf game. Log on to Ireland.com and you can see all the details there. So Joel Damon coming up, plus a little bit deeper into these leaderboards. What about Tom Watson, as I just mentioned? What about the likes of Bernhard Langer or Jim Furyk? What about some of the big names at American Express? How about Phil Mickelson? We'll cover all that when we come back. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, Would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present. From cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cosy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't travelled from home but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Golf plans changed? We're here for you. Drive in. Fly in. French Lick Resort is the perfect spot for your next golf getaway. Our Donald Ross and Pete Dye courses have hosted majors since 1924. Our historic hotels are top flight as well. And know that keeping you safe in this era of COVID is also important to us. Go to FrenchLick.com. Play legendary golf this year. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover. 
Designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PGA Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PGA Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Delighted to have your company from wherever you're joining us around the world. It's absolutely a busy week for golf everywhere around the world. As I mentioned to you, play has been suspended for the day out in Abu Dhabi with Terrell Hatton atop that leaderboard. We'll go through all the leaderboards in air times before we wrap up today. Play is underway, and the LPGA still being led by Daniel Kang. Uh, Hagee still leads on the a PGA Tour, of course, in California, they'll be playing later on today and well into the nighttime hours with Chief Goosen, another legend, atop the leaderboard at the Champions Tour out in Hawaii. Absolutely delighted that Joel Damon can join us on this Friday for a number of different reasons. One is he's in the middle of a competition. He had a 369 in the stadium course yesterday. Uh, he is grouped with Chesson Hadley and Charlie Hoffman. He'll be playing the Nicholas course at 12.50 p.m. Eastern time today. That's 9.50 local. We have had the pleasure of getting to know Joel Damon, I would say, really well over the last, oh, five years or so. It's, it's been, for him, an interesting road, at times a long road, uh, one in which, at least for our part and our relationship with him, uh, he's always defined it by his good nature and his incredible candor. Uh, he's has two PGA Tour Canada wins, uh, one in 2014. He was the Order of Merit as well. He was born in Clarkson, Washington. He turned professional in 2010. He, as you guys know, overcame uh, testicular cancer in 2011. His brother had the same. Uh, his mother died at the, at the very young age of 46 of pancreatic cancer. Uh, that was when Joel was still in high school. He was a part of our Beyond the Ropes, as I mentioned earlier in the program, from four or five years ago, and the kind of the ground that we covered there was extensive, some of which you just heard me outline in broad brushstrokes of major significance in one's life. But we did talk about, you know, his path to the PGA Tour, the difficulty of Monday qualifying, uh, his battle with cancer, his family's battle with the same. I remember a quote that he gave us one time that, that I will never forget, and it still resonates when he said, quoting, golf is not life or death. Uh, his, his, his lab, remember his lab, Murphy, that we've talked about a lot over the years, uh, his friends giving, his girlfriend's dietary restrictions, everything, the, the finances of what it's like to play on tour and to try to get by and make sure you can pay your rent and do all those things, the mental toughness that's necessary. And from there, I remember was, we were talking about Bob Rotella's books one time, uh, the pro-am experiences on tour, a uh, putting, I mean, on and on. These are all, all the different areas that, that come to mind. Uh, but now, as I mentioned to you, he's joining us live from California in the middle of playing in the American Express, having gotten up early for our collective behalf. Joel, how are you, my friend? How have you been? I've been good. That was quite the introduction. Uh, thank you. And I, uh, I forget um, 
you know, how much we actually talked. Well, I guess it was about <laughs> four or five years ago now. There were some early yeah. mornings for me on the West Coast, but uh, yeah, that was that was a, that was a well well done recap there, Matt. How about your life? How how is Murphy? How is everything going for you guys? Yeah, uh, Murphy's slowing down a hair. You know, he's he's a little over seven now. His his yeah. hip uh, is a little sore, but I mean, he's still a puppy. I mean, he still wants to run around. He's still going crazy. But uh, the only difference is I have to pick him up now at night to get him on my bed. Um, that's the only difference, and I really don't mind doing that. So yeah, he, he's doing great. My wife Lana is doing great. Uh, we just Good. celebrated two years. And uh, she's still sleeping, so I'm outside. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Are you you're sitting outside yeah. in California <laughs> well, right now, getting ready to go? It's a beautiful day, yeah, in Palm Springs. I mean, there's no there's no bad mornings out here. I can imagine. How early will you get to the golf course before you go? What's normal for you? Typically, two hours uh, would be normal for me. So um, play at nine fifty. So typically, I'd be there in I guess twenty minutes or so. But there's no locker room this week, and there is no dining at the golf course. Um, well, there is dining. You just have to eat outside. So we rented a house with uh, a guy you may know, Mark Hubbard. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're staying with the Hubbards. Yeah, we we became great friends with them the last couple of years. And so um, room with them a lot. So we're, uh, we've been cooking breakfast here in the morning and then just doing a little stretching routine when we get there. And then, then we're on our way. So I'll, I'll get there uh, today. I'll get there about an hour and a half early, hour 20 early is all. Did uh did Mark come home yesterday or last night and tell you about the the one he skipped off the rocks in the par three or the next hole when it when it went in the water? You know we didn't talk a ton about golf. Typically we'll do a little round recap, but we didn't chat much for. I think we were kind of scrambling for dinner. We were both tired. Um, I was my first walking um, eighteen holes since uh, Mayakoba <laughs> back into early December. Uh, so that was actually, I was beat, and uh, he actually hopped, he, he hopped in the hot tub out back, and we just kind of ate, watched Jeopardy like we typically do, and we, we went to bed about 8 o'clock last night. So there wasn't a whole lot of golf talk, but I assure you on the way to the golf course, I will ask him about uh, potential rocks involved. Well, I know, oh, you're, you're going in with him today. I know uh, both of you guys feature the, uh, the washboard abs. What was the dinner of champions last yeah. night? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, we're trying to go a little healthier. So I just have, there's a place, it's a farm to table, uh, restaurant just down the road here, but I, I had a big salad with a bunch of chicken all over it. Um, Impressive. we're doing a healthy January. Yeah. Lana's, uh, my wife is, we typically do a healthy January, especially after the last month we had, um, we did damage from Thanksgiving through the new year. So, um, and I'm getting a little older now. I don't, I don't have the metabolism like I used to. So I'm, I'm up a pant size. I'm up a shirt size. So I need to get on it a little bit more so we're we're going to be healthy this month and uh we'll see how long we can keep it going all i can tell you joe is you can't tell just a little baggier and it covers yeah right you got to cover uh you know what i would want to ask you knowing you as long as we have and and your path and gosh i can remember back in the day with you talking to us about you know things like paying your rent and and know all the just normal life things right and when you look at your progression now and your career arc and how well you're doing and how well you're competing, I guess the first question I would have for you, Joel, is that, and I don't mean to make this sound like a celebration of the obvious, but, I, I, but, but respectfully, what changed? What happened? And were, were you always so willing to just be you? 
uh, thankfully. But were you always so willing just to be you on that stage? Or did it come a time where you just got comfortable in your own skin in such a setting? Yeah. Um, I don't know if my, I mean, I've definitely improved as a golfer. Like I've improved in every aspect, driving, iron play, chipping, putting, uh, you know, the, the wedges and putting are, you know, still have a ways to go to be a top tier player, but, um, it's being comfortable. Like, you know, I, I kind of compare the, the locker room or the, um, or the dining area as like a, like a high school cafeteria. You have yeah. like clicks out there <laughs> when you're a rookie. And you only have a couple of your friends, and maybe that they're not in your wave, or you're not playing practice with them that day. It's a little intimidating to walk into that dining room, and like, where am I going to sit? And for a long time, I just kind of buried my head into my phone and ate by myself, and kind of went about my own business. And that's not any fun. Uh, that's not who I am. So I once I, I the second year when I got my card back um, to the Corn Ferry Finals is when. You know, I had a, had some good chats with, you know, I have a great team around me. Um, and they just, like, go out and be yourself. Um, and so I just kind of started feeling more comfortable, you know, week to week out there. And, and the golf followed. And when you play better golf, you get to know more people. Um, you know, and the longer you're out there, you get to know more people. So it's just kind of became, um, you know, I'm, I'm friends with everybody. And it's way more fun to be on the road. It's fun to be around people. Um, you know, you're just comfortable in your own skin and, and you're comfortable with, with who you are and, and your golf game. And um, I've tried to never let my golf game define me as a human being or, or my, my score is not who I am. And so uh, with that approach, you know, try to bring it to the golf course each week and it's just a lot more fun. So I, just so I get the headline right, when Don puts this out as, as a, a highlight, Joel Damon now sits at the popular table. I wouldn't say popular table. Um, I would say that I would sit, I'm willing to sit at any table. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'll sit, I'll sit with whoever and, and eat with whoever. And, and, uh, you know, you can always find common interests. And now, you know, I've been out here since my fifth year. I'm, I'm an old crotchety veteran now out here. So, uh, I gotta, you know, I'm, I'll go sit with the rookies and tell them it's going to be okay when they're struggling or I'll go try to hear great stories from Phil or, you know, some of those other guys, Kisner. So the Kisner and Phil, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, I did want to ask you about this too. Uh, obviously uh, JT got a lot of heat with, with what he said, and the microphone picked it up. Is that kind of, I don't know whether the right terminology to say, is that a wake up call for tour players? Cause that's unfair, but does it cause all of you to go, you know what? We got to be careful with the live mics that are all around in terms of whatever way we may privately conduct ourselves when we hit a bad shot or what we say, we got to be careful now because somebody might be able to hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, JT's kind of been under the microscope since he was a, you know, got on tour really, or even before that. I mean, he's, you know, been one of the best players in the world for a long time. So, um, but I think there's more microphones, there's more TV cameras, there's more everything out there now. You know, it's a new age that everyone has a phone now. Um, everything's recorded. So you have to pretend like every mic is live and not that you're going to hopefully not conduct yourself a different way on, you know, maybe some hole where you don't see a microphone. It's not like it's, it's a planned out thing. Um, I, I feel bad for Justin. I know that it's not who he is. Um, you know, he's apologized. Uh, he's taken, I think the right steps to, to move forward. And, um, I think if you took a poll on tour, 99% of the guys would say uh, he's a great guy and that's not who he is. And 
um, you know, it's not who we are as, as professional golfers on the PJ tour. And so, um, he's taking the right steps and hopefully, uh, you know, maybe that hopefully it's the last slip up, you know, for, for tour guys. But unfortunately people need to understand, like, this is like heated competition. Like we're as competitive as the D linemen's yelling at each other against O linemen's or, or the, the, the trash talk that goes on, you know, on, on basketball or football fields. Like we're in that competitive state of mind as well. We're just not hitting each other per se, or can't hear everything they say out there. And so sometimes we're going to slip up. Um, we're going to say the wrong thing, but we're also in that competitive, you know, it's, we we're fiery competitors as well. And, um, you know, unfortunately, things do happen out there. Do you let yourself, uh, Joel Damon, speak publicly as to goals? And again, I mean this respectfully, so you define the, the limits on it. But because you are playing better and because this is a Ryder Cup year, do you allow yourself to kind of sit back and go, yeah, that's something that I'd like to do? I think if I'm a, I'm a realist, uh, I think if I'm being realistic, I think it's more of a three-year goal for me. Um, what I'd have to do this year, I'd have to win three or four times. I'm not saying that's not possible, but I don't have my first one yet. And so um, I think it's more of a three-year goal for me. And, um, you know, I, I have some goals in front of that. You know, I want to – every single year I've been professional, I've improved uh, from many tours to – yeah, every year on the, uh, to the PJ Tour Canada money list, the, the Corn Ferry money list, and then the FedEx Cup list. I've improved every single year. So I want to continue to do that. Um, you know, I want to get my first win. I think, you know, that's kind of getting the monkey off the back. I'm, I'm over 100 Vince in, you know, so I got to do that. And then, um, yeah, I think realistically the Ryder Cup's three years away. But, uh, you know, if I get hot, I'm not going to say no to Captain Stricker. That's right. When, when you talk about getting that first win, how close do you feel you are to that? It can come any week uh, right now for me. I mean, I, yeah. I've knocked on the door several times now. Um, I I want to be in that position. Maybe the first time or two I was kind of around it, I was scared. Uh, you know, it's an unknown thing. It's, it's scary uh, when you're on Sunday or on the weekend, even, you know, kind of around the lead. And I'm comfortable with that now. Like, I expect to see my name at the top of the leaderboard. I expect myself to be, you know, in the top ten. And I, if I just keep giving myself opportunities, I am definitely going to win. And I believe it's going to happen sooner than later. I was, I don't know, I was a little surprised it didn't happen last year, I guess. But um, we'll just blame the old shortened season. We'll just do that. So uh, I fully expect I'm going to win soon. And I think when I win one, I might win a couple more. Uh, kind of like Kevin Nall these last four years. You know, it took him a while to break through for a second win. Yeah. And now he's pretty good. So I'm, I fully believe I can. I've envisioned it. Um, and it's going to happen. You're, we have to tell you something that you, that obviously you wouldn't be aware of, Joel, but your housemate was in the window behind you waving out at us. Uh, Mark is up. So, Mark FYI. Hubbard is in the building, folks. That's classic. Mark Hubbard that is, is in the that's building. That's very Mark Hubbard of him. Yes. That's he's a beauty, too. He is absolute beauty. All right. So. You and Gino, you guys have become so popular and rightfully so on tour. I guess the first question I would have for you before I get into the dynamics of that relationship is, 
are did you have any idea of the level of exposure and popularity and, and just how unique you guys both are individually and collectively and how it would be received by the fans? No, like no idea. And, and I think Gino's even more surprised. Like people know Gino, like they're like, hey, Gino, how's it going? Or like, <laughs> yeah, let's go Gino. And it's like, it's like, how do they know who I am? I'm like, you're sneaky popular. Uh, and I, I remind him that Fluff, I believe, Fluff got fired from Tiger Woods for being more popular than the player. Not more popular, but it was getting too too popular. So yeah, did I remind him that all the time. Rightfully so. But uh, yeah, Gino is just the most genuine, nice human being. Every caddy wants to room with him during the week. They want to play golf with him. They want to eat with him. Uh, and, you know, we've always had this, I don't know, relationship. You know, we've had a kind of a special dynamic since we met, you know, 15 years ago or whatever it's been now. So um, it's just really fun. He's just a genuinely great human being. He cares about me as a human more than any shot I'll hit. And so to have that by my side and know that, um, you know, he just cares about me. He cares about my wife. Um, and he's just a great human. And, and I'm so lucky to have him out there. And uh, we just have a blast together. Crazy. It makes you think that things happen for a reason, doesn't it? Absolutely. I'm, I'm all in on that. I, before we let you go, because I know you got to get to the golf course and you know how much we appreciate checking in with you. We're, we're so proud of you, dude. Uh, sponsors for Joel Damon. Let's spread some love and let the world know who you're aligned with. Yeah. Um, big one yesterday. I think we released it. I uh, signed with Travis Matthews this year. Oh, nice. Uh, new clothing company for me. Uh, great guys. Uh, I've, I've been eyeballing Travis Matthew for many years now, and I'm, I'm glad to partner with them. Uh, MD Anderson uh, Cancer Center. I've uh, been with them for a couple years now, but uh, I wear the bucket hat for, for skin cancer. And uh, you can go online to my social media pages, and you can buy a bucket hat off of there. Uh, all proceeds go to Cancer Research. Awesome. And... Um, True Links, got my sweatshirt on. These are shoes. Let's see. I don't know how to do this with the camera thing. Yeah, it's on the other side. Yeah, uh, there you go. There we go. Uh, True Links are awesome shoes. Uh, Ryan Moore actually started the company, him and his family, and they're awesome. Uh, PXG Clubs, uh, love their irons, love their wedges. Uh, thank you, Mr. Parsons. Awesome. Uh, I have Tradition Energy on my chest as well. It's uh, They're out of Sanford, Connecticut. Uh, thank you to Alan Kurzer and the crew there. Um, I think that's it. It's awesome, brother. Keep being you. Keep doing it. your stuff. Uh, you've got a massive, massive fan base because of who you are, Joel Damon. And as I already told you, we're so proud of you. And we do wish you the very, very best you move forward. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate having me on. Let's do it again sometime. Absolute delight. Thank you, sir. All right, folks. So that was uh, Joel Damon joining us live from California, getting ready for round two. He will tee it up today. I'm going to give it to you in Eastern time at 12.50 p.m. Eastern time. The coverage for the American Express, in fact, I think we'll kind of, we'll put our graphic up there, uh, Andrew, that shows the, the coverage of golf across the board so that you guys know how, when, and where you can get it. There you can see the American Express, and obviously we made this graphic for the whole week, Thursday and Friday at 3 p.m., is the start time. So today at 3, tomorrow at 3, and Sunday at 3. All of it, we'll, we'll have it for you on Golf Channel. Uh, the European Tour will kick off again at 3 a.m. in the overnight hours, so uh, in early on Saturday morning. And the PJ Tour Champions 
you can see, oh no, that's, I beg your pardon, the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions will be on today at noon Eastern time. The Champions Tour will be on from 7 p.m. scheduled tonight. So that will be coming in from Hawaii. So that's how, when, and where you can get all your golf because there is a lot of it. And given the airtime and given the time that, that Joel is teeing off, uh, I have a feeling he'll, because he's a popular player now sitting at the popular table, he'll probably be on during the television window. If he gets hot at all today, he'll definitely be on during the television window. Hey, Dom, did you happen to see where, uh, where, let's see, where he is That's on the leaderboard? Question. I think he was 39th <laughs> last time I checked, right? Yeah, he was tied for 39th. Yes. And what about Mark? But, I mean, just a little, yeah, a little side note. Oh, Mark, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to find Mark. I'll look, um, I'll look while you're doing your side note. A little side note about Joel's round. We Hubs didn't is tied to for 15th, it, by I the mean, way. Yeah, he is. He's, I don't know if you were paying attention. Matt's paying attention, as he should be, to, like, talking to Joel. But if you were watching, I'm going to get a still photo of it, and we'll use it on the show next week or something. It's hilarious. Mark, and his big beard, he was right behind, and he saw your face because on Joel's screen was Joel and Matt, and he knows us very well, right? So he was just texting me the other day about those peanuts they sent us. So <laughs> <laughs> he saw that, and he was just like... <laughs> That's cool. Well, what people, what people may not realize is that in our new studio, obviously we have multiple cameras, but when I look at the camera to talk to the guest, the monitor that shows me the return is, is to the right. So I actually, when I'm looking them digitally in the eye, I can't see what's on the monitor. So I never saw Mark. If you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known it happened. Yeah, I said so. I, I screamed in Matt's ear because I wanted him to mention it because it was so hilarious. Anyway, the, the notes I wanted to very quickly share about Joel's round uh, to give you a sense of how good the players are on tour and how, how little the discrepancy is between, I think he's four or five shots back of the lead. So they're playing two courses, right? The stadium yeah. course and the Nicholas tournament course. He played the stadium course yesterday, which Roof. played harder than the Nicholas course. So most of the guys in the top 20 played the Nicholas course yesterday. He played the harder of the two. He was bogey-free. He hit 13 of 18 greens. He only missed one fairway. You heard that correct. Wow. And he was second in the entire field in strokes gained off the tee. That's how well Joel's playing. So you take all of that as context, he's not that far from the lead at all. And he's certainly playing fantastic. So that that's a little... Tie for 39th is a little bit off. That's not exactly accurate because it's on separate courses and everything like that. So we'll see where he is after round two today. But so cool of Joel. Huge thanks to him for joining us the way he did today after playing round one in the middle of a golf tournament. Really, that's really cool stuff, man. It, it's very cool. I mean, it's one of those situations just like yesterday when we had all the players on. He's head shaking. Finished up with Lanny Watkins. We have to kind of discipline ourselves to stop asking questions and just let them go because you just want to keep going and going and going and going. And that's exactly what's going on with his career. It's awesome to see and a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us during this unique broadcast window today. We did it so that Joel could join us out in California and coming up in the days that lie ahead. Certainly we're going to review everything that took place during this week in the world of golf, but next week in the world of golf, we're going to be focusing on as we do year in and year out at this time, equipment. 
and we're going to talk with all of the major manufacturers about what they have coming out in 2021 so that if you guys are looking for something new in your game, you'll know what's available and perhaps have a head start as to what you like or what you're interested in, or even better, what works the best for you and your game. Don't forget, on Monday, we will also be streaming live on the PGA Tour Superstore's Twitter account. So it's just one more worldwide outlet that you can watch a Fairways of Life show. And thank you so much to all of you for being along for the ride. Hope you guys have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. We'll be back with you again, as I mentioned, on Monday if we're spared. Until then, goodbye for now.